What? Welcome to this week's episode of the Creeptastic Nerds. I'm Jess. <laughs> <laughs> always by Jay and Tyler. <laughs> Hello. All right, Tyler, grab the book. Sorry, sorry. That's Tyler's fault. That <laughs> wasn't my fault. Because you said something, I'm going to ask you what you said. It just magically recorded the same yeah. time. Okay, I'm going to premise this before I read the book. I was watching a TikTok, and these people were on a plane. The plane wheel caught fire. And it was carried on with Jesus take the wheel, and the wheel fell off the fucking plane. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's why I said I didn't want to be on that plane. Yeah, and I didn't hear what you said there, and I thought I was like, what? Uh, and by the time you started, I was like, shit. Right. Got me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in 1912, after being shot in the chest, Theodore Roosevelt finished a speech he was delivering before he accepted medical help. Nice. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt was the first to announce to the world that Maxwell House Coffee is good to the last drop. Is he the one to come up with that? I guess. Huh. Good to the last, last drop. drop. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt wrote 37 books. 37 or 37? 37. Oh, it sounds like he said 37 books. I'm like, what? What's 37? Uh, Theodore Roosevelt's mother... And first wife died on the same day in 1884. His he himself died from an infected tooth. Damn. Man, must suck losing your wife and your mom on the same day. That's rough. I think he died of an infected tooth. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, William Taft got stuck in his bathtub Knew on that. his inauguration day and had to be pried out by his attendants. He. Yeah, he had a special reinforced steel dining chair. Yeah, I knew he got stuck in the tub. Yeah, he big, dude. Big man. Uh, Woodrow Wilson wrote all of his speeches in longhand. <coughs> He's the only president who held a Ph.D. degree. Dang. Huh. That's kind of cool. Uh, Herbert Hoover was the first U.S. president to have a telephone in the office. Hmm. Didn't know that. And when First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt received an alarming number of threatening letters soon after her husband became president at the height of the Depression, the Secret Service insisted that she carry a pistol in her purse. (laughs) Well, that's cool. So was that one. Sorry, I'm just reading through a couple of these. Okay, you gotta read them out loud. Well, I didn't know if you wanted me to keep reading or not. Yes. Uh, Harry Truman's middle name was just S and was not short for anything. His parents could not decide between two different names beginning with S. Huh. Hmm. I did not. Here's a cool one. Uh, John F. Kennedy could read four newspapers in 20 minutes. Damn. A fast reader right there. (laughs) Here's another one. John F. Kennedy's rocking chair was auctioned off for $442,000. Damn. Uh, Pluto was the astrological symbol for death, was directly above Dallas when JFK was born. That's kind of creepy. Predictions. A bit. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson was the first president of the United States to wear contact lenses. That's kind of cool. Very interesting. Uh, this one's cool. Richard Nixon left instructions for California, Here I Come, to be the last piece of music played slowly and softly when he died in office. Uh-uh. <laughs> Weird request, but oh, okay. Uh, Richard Nixon's favorite drink was a dry martini. I could see that. Never had one. Shake it, not stirred. <clears throat> God damn it. I don't know. Uh, Richard Nixon was the first U.S. president to visit Moscow. Yeah. Gerald Ford was once a male model. <laughs> what? Gerald Ford was once a male model. All right. And Jimmy Carter is a speed reader, 2,000 words per minute. Damn. Holy shit. That's a lot. That means man could have finished the Harry Potter books within days. Yeah, <laughs> probably in one day. All seven books. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Jimmy Carter was the first United States president born in a hospital. He had an operation for hemorrhoids while he was in office. <laughs> okay, then. <clears throat> Gotta fix some hemorrhoids. Yeah. 
Do you want me to keep reading or do you want to go to another page? Yeah, go ahead and read another page. Okay, so this one is called Reaganism. Uh, Ronald Reagan once wore a Nazi uniform while acting in a film during his Hollywood days. <laughs> okay. That's nice. Uh, Ronald Reagan married his first wife, Jane Wyman, at Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale, California. A cemetery? Yes, cemetery. Hmm. That's weird. It's weird to have a dead body buried in a cemetery? No, he got married. Oh, married. I thought you said buried. No, I said he married his first wife. I, I thought you said buried. That's why when he said that's weird. I'm like, it's weird to bury a dead body. The fact that you said buried and it went over your head. Uh, Ronald Reagan sent out an army photographer who oh. first discovered Marilyn Monroe. Good lord. So did you take the photo, you know, her dress blowing up over the grate? Maybe. Uh, Ronald Reagan was the only divorced president. And he was the only president to be head of a labor union. That's kind of cool. I bet Marilyn Monroe seen that round office. <laughs> the Oval Office? <laughs> Damn, Jay. Well, at least yes. under, at least uh, under the desk. Bill Clinton was the first left-handed U.S. president to serve two terms. Bill Clinton? Yes. I did not have sexual uh, relations with that woman. Mind. <laughs> and it's, the first one is Al Capone's famous scar, which he earned to nickname Scarface, or from an attack, the brother of a girl he had insulted attacked him with a knife, leaving him with three distinctive scars. Mm, nice. That was a fucking okay. tongue twister, and I don't know why. Uh, Al Capone's business card said he was a used furniture dealer, and his brother was a town sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> nice cover up there, your AJ. This is a great bug. I'm sorry. You know, I just thought about this. You know, we can actually do an entire episode of like gangsters throughout history. We could. Shout out to my little friend. Like, do a little like 15 minute piece on alcohol, or like for a whole month on like Al Capone. John Dillinger. Yeah. Which <laughs> Stephen was actually related to, by the way. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, before we get into our topic, which is Army of the Dead off Netflix, uh, you want to hear something really cool? So I wear this hoodie, which is my, my, my Green Bay hoodie with the you know, horror film characters on it. Yeah. I wore it to work one day. And dude stopped me. He asked me, he goes, are you a Green Bay fan? I was like, yeah. He goes, my cousin plays for the for the Green Bay Packers. So I was like, really? He goes, yeah, Mason Crosby. Oh, shit. The fucking kicker? No shit. It's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Now, this is an older guy. Damn. But it's like, damn. That's fucking awesome. Shit. So when I see him again, I'm going to ask him, hey, if your cousin really plays for Green Bay, can you have him sign something for me? <laughs> to the man that works at Sunset Apartments I just think it would be cool as shit To the maintenance man No we <coughs> all know my name's Justin <laughs> But it'd be really cool To Justin the maintenance man <laughs> I would gladly accept that I would hang it proudly in my house That is pretty cool though Yeah so if there were a fire to happen, would you save that after saving the kids? Yes. Yes, I would. That's what I said, man. If I, if I would have had that fire, dog had that comic, I would buy a save, a fire, a fire retardant safe. Put that before gonna keep it safe. Hell yeah. Alright, on to our topic here. Jay's gonna be bullshitting his way through yeah. this one. <laughs> I, I do think it's cool that Army of the Dead was written by Zack Snyder, the same person who did Dawn of the Dead back in like <laughs> Yeah, and he also directed it. Yeah. He he wrote screenplay and directed it. Kind of perverted, man, when it starts out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How it starts out at the beginning of this movie is a couple who just got freshly married in Vegas. And she giving him roadhead. Cruising down the highway. She, and she starts, she's like, I got a present. Why wait? And she just pulls past out and starts giving dude head. And the army's transporting some special package. You don't know what the package My is. My problem is, if you cannot 
drive while getting head, just tell her no. You don't put your fucking head back and like I get you're enjoying that shit. Tell her no or pull over. But you don't like just swerve all over the fucking road just because you're getting some roadhead, man. I've gotten some roadhead and guess what? I didn't swerve. I stayed in my goddamn lane and I was actually driving 70 miles an hour. (laughs) Again, and if you can't handle it and you don't want it to stop, pull over. Well, especially where they were because they were on this fucking road in the middle of nowhere. There was nothing around. They could have pulled off in the darkness somewhere there. I do think it's funny that the truck they hit is a truck transporting. But the first the vehicle, one vehicle gets out of the way and then it hits the truck behind them. Dude, that fucking explosion was sick. <sighs> that thing didn't die. <sighs> no, the alpha zombie didn't die. And obviously they're all bad shots because they couldn't shoot the damn thing in the head. No. I do, I do want to know though because if you notice the alpha zombie only turned to you by biting you. So how'd the dude whose jaw got ripped off? He also him? bit him. Oh, did he? I didn't see him bite him. Yeah. That was. There, a... There's a lot of cutscenes you just didn't see. Yeah. But like was... It, it was so frantic, and that was kind of the whole point of the beginning. Is it's meant to be frantic, you know? Like there's so much shit going on. Like you don't see him bite all of them, or you see him bite some of them, but they didn't turn. Yeah. But those two did. How did that one that he ripped the jaw off, how did it bite anybody? I don't know. He tugged him. <laughs> His top teeth. <laughs> he tugged him. You know. <clears throat> this movie is based throughout Vegas. Go ahead, this jaw's like that. He's still on the zombie with only the top half of the mouth. <laughs> I do like the beginning of it, though. Like, when they're showing through the first time of people escaping through Vegas. And the one girl gets bit. Trying to like save the kid or whatever, and she dies, and the person dies with her by a fucking crate getting dropped on him. Well, I like how like it showed these people just murking the heck out of it. Then all of a sudden, it shows them getting a photo op. Holy yeah, like they're saying you're taking zombies, like fucking selfies of zombies and shit. Now there was one lady in there was a complete badass. Like she grabbed her daughter, helped her daughter through, and then she just started blasting motherfuckers in the head just. Boom, 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 boom. And that's all you see is headshot, headshot, yeah, headshot, 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 headshot. That one lady opened the car door, a couple in there, and then she sees they both got bit, and she's like, sorry, pow, pow. Pow, just like, up, oh, risk. It's like, damn, man. No fucks given. Now, so, the movie does star Dave Batista. Yes. And it's funny, because this lady, she headshot, 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 headshot. But the army men that were transporting the head one to begin with, couldn't hit the brow side of the barn. <laughs> and they were trained to shoot firearms. Clearly not as good as she did. Yeah, but if you actually seen that one, like when you when you see him walking through, like after the destruction starts to happen, he's riddled with bullets. And he's walking. I know, but they didn't hit him in the head where they needed him to kill him. Yeah. But dude's like riddled just walking through like, sup fuckers. The one thing that really like because you have, like, Dave Bautista making up the team of people that he wanted to go in for... Because they're supposed to go in to rob the safe of money. Yeah. And uh, before the town gets fucking napalmed. And the team Nuked. he makes up is... Okay, same team difference. It's an explosion. This one's more violent than N- the other. Na- napalm continues burning, but uh, Nuke will actually drop, you know... Everything. Well... Not, not just that, but it also drops, like, it blasts outward. Yeah. And it will actually create way more destruction than a napalm will. Yeah. But, uh, <coughs> so Dave Batiste is picking out his, his characters, picking out people to do this, and he picks, like, the pilot that I think he knew from before. I can't remember exactly. I think it's the pilot he knew from before. Some fucking viral star. Hmm. <laughs> And some chick that was a good dude. Uh, the nerd to decipher a code who couldn't fight worse shit. And then, a, like, a guy he knew from before and all this other shit. And then his daughter just recruited herself. <laughs> I mean, here's the other. Yes, we only watched, you know, probably about 20 minutes of the movie. I watched the whole thing. I've seen the whole thing. It's just been a minute. Like, I watched it when it first came out. I watched it, like, two months ago. Uh, 
because I watched Dawn of the Dead, then I turned around and watched that because it's supposed to be a sequel. But you ain't watched any new movies. Oh my god, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, like Renfield. Sorry. You know, Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry. Which is on Paramount. <sighs> so. I want to watch a movie. Dude, Dungeon Dragon, 100% worth you watching. You yeah, will laugh it's, it's your ass movie. off. I will admit. And it's the chick that plays Letty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's a badass. Yeah. So, why not? She looks old as fuck, though. <laughs> yeah. But I will admit, with like Army of Dead, some of the kills you see throughout the group of survivors that go in are fucking brutal. Because like the one bitch, the only reason why she died is because they literally say, "Hey, don't hit one," and she's trying to take a photo with one, and she wakes half of them up, and they're all running through, and the dude's trying to save her, and she goes, "Just go," and commits suicide. I'm like, damn, bitch. All right, here's the plot. Ready. A United States military convoy traveling from Area 51 collides with a car on on the highway outside Las Vegas. The convoy's cargo, a zombie, escapes, killing and infecting several soldiers before heading into the city. They're the original and subsequent zombies infect most of the city's population. After a military intervention fails, the government quarantines the city. Six years later, casino owner... Bly Tonka and his associate, Martin, approach mercenary and former Las Vegas resident Scott Ward about a job to recover $200 million from from his casino vault in Las Vegas before the military deploys a tactical nuclear strike on the city. Ward agrees and recruits his former teammates, Maria Cruz and... Vander... Vander... Vander Horn? I don't know. Vander Horn. Mm-hmm. Along with helicopter pilot Marianne Peters, German safe crapper, crapper, <laughs> safe <laughs> cracker, <laughs> safe crapper, <laughs> Ludwig Dieter, he's crapping safe people. And Watch out. Chicagoan sharpshooter Mikey Guzman, who bring brings along his associate Chambers. Martin joins the team to give them access to the casino. Ward's estranged daughter, Kate, who works at a quarantine camp, directs them to Lily, a smuggler f- familiar with the city, who also recruits Bert Cummings, an abusive camp security guard. When Kate learns Lily escorted her friend Geta into Las Vegas, Kate insists on joining the team over Ward's objections. After an encounter with a zombified tiger upon entering Las Vegas, Lily... Wait, I have one question about that. Lily wounds Cummings and explains that a group of intelligent zombies known as Alphas will allow safe passage in exchange for a sacrifice. I have a question about that tiger. Is that the pen and tail tiger? Probably. An alpha female known as the Queen takes Cummings away to the Olympus Casino where the alpha leader, Zeus, infects him. Lily leads the team to a building full of hibernating normal zombies. Ward creates a path through the zombies with glow sticks from chamber... Accuses Martin of ulterior motives. He diverts her off the path, and she awakes the zombie. After she is surrounded and bitten, Guzman shoots the gasoline canister on her back, killing her and the surrounding zombie horde. Arriving at Blast Casino, Ward and Kate turn on the power. Peter prepares a helicopter on the roof. Dieter works in the vault. Martin and Lily stay outside under their pretense of keeping watch, but instead lure the queen into the open. Martin beheads her and takes the head, her head. Zeus discovers her body and returns her to the Olympus Casino, revealing that the queen was pregnant with a zombie fetus. How okay. Enraged Zeus, enraged Zeus, directs the alphas to the casino. A news report reveals the government has brought forth a nuclear strike, giving the team approximately 90 minutes as Dieter opens the vault. Ward discovers Kate had left to look for Geta. Geta? I don't know. As Ward and Cruz are about to search for her, the Alphas appear and kill Cruz. Martin traps the team in the basement, explaining (coughs) that Bly cares only about the zombie head 
which can create a zombie army for the government and is worth more than the money in the vault. When he steps outside, he discovers Lily stole the queen's head and the tiger mauls him to death. Whatever that dude's name is. Attempts to fight Zeus, but is easily overpowered. Dieter sacrifices himself to get Vandero. Whatever, dude. Into the vault. Into the vault safely. Ward, Lily, and Guzman make it to the lobby where the zombies attack them and swarm Guzman, who detonates his grenades, killing the zombies at the cost of his own life and destroying the money he carried. Zeus confronts them on the roof. Lily distracts him with the queen's head as Ward and Peter escape. Zeus fatally impales Lily, who destroys the queen's head by dropping it off the roof. I'll bet the personal death of mine that I hated was how Lily... Peter takes Ward to the Olympus Casino to retrieve Kate. Inside, Kate finds Geta and kills the infected Cummings. Zeus chases him onto Peter's helicopter, and Ward accidentally shoots Peter, causing the helicopter to fly... Haphazardly, Zeus overpowers Ward and bites him as the nuke destroys Las Vegas. Zeus is distracted by the bomb flash and Ward kills him. The nuke's shockwave causes the helicopter to crash, killing Peter and Geta. Kate survives and finds Ward who gives Kate money to start a new life before turning into a zombie. Kate kills him and breaks down in tears as the rescue helicopter arrives. Having survived the blast, Vanderhoe exists, exits, Revolt with the remaining money and later rents a plane to take him to Mexico City. On the flight, he discovers that he has been bitten. Uh oh. That's a whole plot right there. Yep. <clears throat> I will admit, though, like, Lily's death to me kind of stuck out because dude impaled her. She was breathing long enough for everybody to leave. And I'm like, girl, fucking shit, just die already. Uh, like I said, I've seen the movie before, uh, and it threw everybody off when I started playing it today because the first part, you know, you see the guy getting roadhead and the zombies and you get to, you know, he gets into Vegas and you start seeing like the showgirls like running their titties just out and they're chasing guys. Yeah. And yeah, you just see nothing but titties, 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 titties. To the point, Beth goes, okay, Kinley, go to your room. Yeah. Because Kinley was trying to watch it with us. I looked at her and like, I'm sorry, I forgot that it was like that. <laughs> uh, I was about to say something else and I forgot. I will admit the guns that they used when they like when they were loaded up, like the one you had the uh, Vanderhorn had like the chainsaw or the cement saw and shit. He was walking in with the cement saw, just cutting and shit. And then the one you had like Golden Deagle and the Guzman had like his Deagle or whatever and all that. I'm like, dude, where are you all getting these weapons from? Joe was standing right outside when we first started watching it. He was watching it, and at the beginning part of the movie, he goes. Why the fuck didn't they just get back in their Humvee? <laughs> An armored vehicle. I don't know. The zombie wasn't going to get in. They were stupid. They ran. I know. Because they were stupid. But, yeah, that's what Joe's next question. Why didn't they just get back in their vehicle? Well. They could have just got back in the vehicle and just drove off. And lived. <coughs> no yeah. reason for them to. No reason for them to to die. Is Tyler, do you watch The Walking Dead: Dead City? Yes, I actually finished it. Have you watched it? I finished it, and then The Walking Dead: Daryl Dixon just came out. Yeah. I have yet to watch that, but okay, I remember you to ask you if you were watching it because I seen them a while back. Like, Dude, what? Dead City is very interesting. I, like, like, I wonder if Tyler's watching that because. The plot twist they give... Th- I know this kind of off topic, but the plot twist they give throughout that show, like, the whole motive of why Maggie's doing what I mean, she's doing... I mean, I only ask about it because zombies. It's fucking... I don't like, need to ask you about shit, it because I've seen it. Was, I've seen it a while back. I was like, I wonder if Tyler's going to watch that since it's Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I'm watching... De- uh, I'm going to watch Dead City. I don't like Through the Walking Dead because it's basically The Walking Dead, just different characters. 
And then I'm going to watch Daryl Dixon probably when I get home tonight. But they're supposed to come out with one for Rick and Michonne in 2024, which is before they release the game Walking Dead Destinies that is coming out, which is you get to write the first four seasons of The Walking Dead the way you wanted them to play out. Nice catch. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Well, I wa- I didn't even know The Walking Dead Destinies was coming out, so my friend texted me. He goes, did you see the trailer for Walking Dead Destinies? I said, no. And I watched it, and like, the trailer, how it plays out is you can play as Shane, and instead of Shane dying, it can be Rick. Oh, no, I had no issue with Shane dying. Oh, no. Shane was not. a dick. Yeah. Like, for no reason, he was a dick. And then, like, the playable characters that they list off you can play is Rick, Lori, Shane, Daryl, Carol. But I would kill Lori. And Michonne. I would kill Lori at the prison after she gives birth again. Nope, I wouldn't. Just because when I kill her for a season, just because when they she's come a cheat out whore. With, okay, you can't blame her though. She didn't know that Rick was still alive. You gotta think. She was told by his best friend that he died in the she hospital. She was still fucking him after he came back. Like she's what? a cheating whore. Once or twice doesn't matter. She's still doing it. The Rick moment, knew. the moment she found out her husband was still alive and he was there. Time to stop fucking it. You're his best friend. She had to compare who was better. But no. So, I was watching it and I'm like, hopefully I can play as Andrea. Because I didn't want Andrea to die how she did. Because in the comics, Andrea dies how Carl dies in the show. I'm like, I want to get that far with Andrea's character. And then I'm like, you can't play Andrea. So I'm like, fuck. But no, like... Yeah, like, I don't blame her when she thought her husband was dead. But like right. I said, as... The moment he showed up there, you should have stopped. Or at least been honest with him. Hey, you know what? I'm with Shane now. Something. Don't fucking go back to being his 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 wife. Not even I'm with him now. Just be like, look, I've been kind of seeing him, but I thought you were dead. Time out. She didn't say that till season two when she found out she was pregnant and took the morning after pills and then puked them up when they had that screaming match. And then they were in the tent and she's like, "Uh, Shane and I were a thing back in Atlanta. I'm like, Really? You wait till you're out of the Galana to say that? Not when maybe your son's sleeping in the CDC or in the tent and been like, hey, like you said, hey, I kind of had a fling with your best friend because I thought you were dead. Because that was one thing. Because she really thought he was dead. You know, he left there in the fucking hospital. It was all went down. She thought he honestly thought he was dead. So that's one thing. But when you see him show up and you're like, oh, shit, he's not dead. I got to talk to him. You know, I got to tell him what's going on. No, on- she, I'm honest. she no. avoided it. As she long hit as she it. Could. Yeah. But I will admit, like that's why I, that's why I kill that bitch. And then, like Justin said, she still slept with him like one or two more times. Yeah. I will admit, like how because if I could play it out to where I could save T Dog and save Carol, I had totally saved T Dog. T Dog was one of them characters that was comedic relief for the group. Yeah, but he was unnecessary. True. He was a mean student. I get that, but true. But like Herschel, if I could save Herschel, I'm saving Herschel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because, like, Herschel was a necessity to that group. Young, young told him he saw us. But, like, <clears throat> once I seen your... Because they're planning on making this, but if you watch the trailer, the graphics are kind of... And they're like, we're going to fix the graphics before it comes out. If I could keep Beth alive and all them alive, I still want Dale to die, sadly, at the farm, because it just makes sense. Because that's how the whole... Rick killing Shane happened anyways. Because, like Justin said, Shane's a dick. Where I see most Shanes are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what kills me is he... Sorry for any Shane out there. I was just Lying about Randall. Popping him in the head. But yet, kills Randall. Do you ever think they found his gun that he hid in that plant before they, you know, left the farm? No. Because you to think Andrea went running in the woods. But, yeah, that, that's why I change. I just kill Lori. Kill Lori and Shane. Like I said, I'd at least make it where Judith exists and then kill her. I wouldn't. You don't need her. Did you see how badass that child became? Yeah. I'd keep Carl around. Well, I'd keep them both around because I want to see, like, 
how it would play out if Carl got, you know, to see Judith grow up more than what he did. Because, like, towards the end of the show, I don't know if he finished The Walking Dead yet. But nope. Like, I'm not planning on it. In later seasons, there's literally a line where Judith is upset because the thing, like, the handprint she did with Carl when she was younger got broken by some of the other kids in Alexandria. And she was talking with Thursday, and she was, I don't even remember his voice. I don't remember who half the people are that, you know from before and Rosito is explaining it all to her I'm like dude sentimental moments kill me I don't watch Walking Dead I quit after like season 5 cause it got the same shit over and over and over again I just got tired of it yeah I just put my chair rest down and I'm trying to get it go back up go up sorry uh but back to our movie that we're supposed to be, to be talking covering. about <laughs> and we went off topic by a lot <laughs> Well, that's why I asked that question, and it kind of it's a good went show. further than I thought. Again, it's a good show. If you want to watch it, watch it. But the motive for that is... Well, I just wanted to be watching it, because I knew it was fucking dead. Alright. Snyder conceived the idea for the Army of the Dead as a spiritual successor to his 2004 debut film, Dawn of the Dead. Originally from Warner Brothers Pictures, the, f- the project was announced in 2007... However, the film spent several years in developmental in development hell before Netflix acquired distribution rights in 2019 with a US 70 to 90 million dollar production budget and Snyder also serving as cinematographer, principal photographer took place in Albuquerque, New Mexico and Atlantic City, New Jersey. In mid-2019, the film underwent reshoots in September 2020 after several sexual misconduct allegations were made against cast members. Chris D'Elia? He was replaced by Nortoro using green screens and CGI. Army of the Dead was released in select theaters in the United States for a week on May 14, 2021. And was digitally released on Netflix on May 21st. Critics praised the film for its humor, but criticized its plot and runtime. At the 94th Academy Awards, it won the Oscars favorite fan, Oscars fan favorite contest. It grows one million dollars at the box office, so it cost 70 to 90 million dollars to make. It only made a million dollars. Film also spawned a franchise consisting of the spinoff prequel, Army of Thieves. An upcoming anime-style series subtitled Lost Vegas, Lost Vegas, and a direct sequel titled Planet of the Dead, which is in development. I, okay, my true question is that I want to know, is do you ever think they're going to make a Dawn of the Dead 2? No. No. I wish won't. they would, though. I wish they would, but they need to bring back the original cast from the 2004 film. Yeah. Because they got on the boat at the end of it, and they started leaving in the new leaving in the boat. So you need it, and like it should have showed like little random clips of what happened. You need like to show clips. what happened afterwards. Well, dude, like found a camera and they start recording some of it, and like it should show like little clips. Yeah, like they found the head of the zombie in the cooler. Or, uh, they got to the island and they were attacked by a horde of zombies. Does anybody anybody survive? Don't know because it doesn't show. Right. <clears throat> Dave Batista was cast in April 2019 with the production budget now reported at 70 million. Enjoying the film, Batista said his initial reaction to the offer was a clear no, as the actor was searching for dramatic roles but work, wanting to work with Snyder. And having read the screenplay, he changed his mind and agreed to star. He also mentioned that he had to choose the project over the Suicide Squad and told told Digital Spy, I had the Suicide Squad where I got to work with my boy James Gunn again, even though it's a smaller role. And then I had Army of the Dead on which I get to work with Zack. I get to build a relationship with Netflix. I get a lead role in a great film. And I get paid a lot, a lot more money. I had to call James and tell... I told him, it breaks my heart because as a friend, I want to be there with you, but professionally, this is a smart decision for me. The following no shit, month, dude. Ella Purnell, Anna De La Regera, Theo Rossi, and Huma 
Karashi were cast and character descriptions yes. were released. In July 2019, Amari Hardwick, Chris Giella, Hiroki Sanada, Garrett Duhant, Raul Castillo, Nora Arnazito, Matthias Schwigeroff, and Samantha Wynn and Richard Citrone were all announced as part of the cast. In an interview, Rogera was asked why she wanted to join the film and said it was because of its screenplay and that compared to other zombie features, Army of the Dead was also was always about love. With the same question, Harvick responded by saying he admired Snyder's unique cinematic style. Anderzita replied by saying she enjoyed the screenplay for being a zombie movie with a lot of poetry and a lot of different genres. It was a, it was funny at times. It had some thriller aspects to it. It's incorporating a lot of different genres that are melting really well together. It's really well put together. Shrigeroff responded to the question by saying he wanted to work with Snyder and also enjoyed the idea of playing a German with actual character and a sense of humor. Before filming began, the cast was taken to zombie boot camp where they trained their gun handling skills and practiced working as a group. Whoever the fuck that is portrays a safe cracker and inexperienced with killing zombies actually knew how to use it. Yeah, safe crapper. <laughs> if he's crapping safe, man, he might need that uh, poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we go any further, Jay showed us a TikTok about how this guy was reading off somebody's thing about how their family takes massive shits, and they have to have a poop knife to help them get it down the bowl. But continue. All right. Actually, he actually knew how to use a firearm and had to be trained to look less skilled. Oh, nice. Furthermore, Snyder has a brief cameo in the film where he can be seen for a second on the reflection of a mirror holding a camera. Pointing it out, he said, we're going to take it out, but I told them to leave it in. It's good. <laughs> <clears throat> Principal photography for, for Army of the Dead began on July 15, 2019 in Albuquerque, New Mexico and moved to Albuquerque Studios in August. Filming in Atlantic City, New Jersey began in September where the Atlantic... City or Atlantic Club Casino Hotel and Showboat Atlantic City, both closed in 2014, were about were used for interior scenes and on location filming, which is actually pretty smart. Yeah. Use a closed casino. According to the New Jersey Motion Picture and Television Commission, $25 million from the film's budget were used for production in Atlantic City. Additional filming took place in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Los Angeles, California. Snyder also served as the film's cinematographer, and as his first feature using digital cameras, the company Red Digital Cinema designed custom-made red monstro cameras that could use the 1960s Canon 50mm F-0.95 rangefinder lenses. Snyder had bought on eBay, giving the film what he described as dreamlike, out-of-focus imagery with a soft, organic look. In a press release from Netflix, it was revealed that the film's opening scene took five weeks to shoot as Snyder wanted to capture it with natural light. Batista also noted the filmmaker's direction and said that as the cameraman, Snyder would spend a lot of time shooting scenes from different angles, capturing hours of footage that included simply, simply facial expressions and would sometimes go off on his own and start filming whatever he wants. In August 2020, a year after filming had concluded, it was announced that Diella would be cut from the film due to sexual misconduct allegations that Tig Notaro would replace him. As a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, Notaro shot her scenes that September through throughout 14 days with an acting partner using green screens. Rogero was the only cast member to return for the reshoots and shot two scenes with Notaro in half a day. After the reshoots, Nataro was added into the final final production through CGI. On recasting the actor, Snyder said the decision was fairly easy, that it cost a few million dollars. By March 2021, Snyder confirmed the work on the film had been completed. Man, that he just said that a million dollars was nothing. The film's visual effects supervisor was Marcus... What is up with all these people with hard-ass names? Carmina, I don't know. Wanting to capture aerial footage of the Las Vegas Strip, Taromino and his 
VFX crew were told by various casino owners that they were not allowed to enter their casinos and also could not access the roofs. As a result, Terramino and about a dozen VFX still photographers spent 12 days using scissor lifts, drones, and a phase one camera attached to a helicopter to capture the footage and create a 3D model of the area using LIDAR scanning that was implemented during filming and post-production to create Valentine, the zombie tiger seen in the film that VFX crew met with big cat rights activist Carol, Carol Baskins, Baskins months before Netflix released Tiger King and visited Big Cat Rescue in Tampa, Florida to model their designs around one of the white tigers named Sapphire present in the sanctuary. Oh my god, they met with fucking Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Killed her husband. Whacked him. That's funny. Oh my god. That's funny. Dutch composer Tom Hulkenborg confirmed on an on a Reddit AMA in May 2020 that he would be composing the film score. The soundtrack album was released by Mylan Records on May 20 May 21st, 2021. It includes Hulkenborg's score and the Elvis Presley song "Viva, Viva Las Vegas." In an interview, Hulkenborg. <laughs> Recalled that Snyder told him to make the music modern, make it unworldly, make it as emotional as you can with soft, dark, and underlying haunting elements. To accomplish this, he created a totally electronic score packed with adrenaline pumping music that Snyder later said he enjoyed. We will Thank you. Thank you very much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot, dude. How come they've never seen a zombie Elvis impersonator, man? There was one in there. Was there really? Yes. When they were doing, like, the... Like, when they're all escaping, like, you see them start zooming out, and it shows Vegas. There, you see a, zo- like a zombie Elvis with, like, the lenses of his glasses actually broke, like, all jagged. Yeah, you, there was in shit. there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was. Shit. And you've seen a fatter one running to kill somebody. <laughs> it was just because it was crazy. It wasn't like you're just watching the one thing. You were watching like a hundred different things all at one time. I just noticed a little stuff like that. All right. I think we covered this movie enough. Five star review on Apple Podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. God Reach out to us on X at Creeptastic Nerd. Uh-huh. Facebook Stop. and Instagram at the Creeptastic Nerds. Or email us to creeptasticnerd at gmail.com. Now, any other topics we want to talk about while we have the time? Love to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. So today, after FallCon, we get home and there's people in the park. Dude, they're just blasting music. With my door closed, you could hear it. Like the words, dude. Not just the bass. You can hear the words. They were so loud. I'm half deaf and I can hear it clear as day, word for word. Jesus. I was singing the Nelly song with it. Which Nelly song was it? E.I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was singing it. I was like, why the fuck is this so fucking loud? He really needed to be that fucking loud. And, like, they were just a group of people. It's like, oh, it was. It was like a family reunion. And I looked at my phone and was like, oh, man, it should start raining at 3 o'clock. Of course, fucking rain didn't come at 3 o'clock. But one guy took off. Three others showed up. To replace the one guy that took off. And it's like, god damn, dude. Like, 4 o'clock. There's still more people showing up. And it was raining. Jesus. But then finally... It got real dark real quick, and the wind picked it up real quick. The temperature dropped, and they all they all scattered. Me and Jay went inside, and then come back out, and they're all gone. We had a really good meal though. Mm-hmm. Me and Beth made stir fry and egg rolls. Ooh. Like Ooh. I actually rolled the egg rolls myself. She just makes the filling. I rolled the egg rolls. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I invited Jay over for dinner. 
I've seen you at Best Fan. Yeah. I just didn't feel like airing up my comp- or filling up my compressor so I can air up my tire. Because, you know, I still got to do that. Yeah. Because I'm too cheap to buy a new tire. So I just keep airing the one up. <laughs> I do got a nice little fucking, you know, uh, tire gauge now. Yeah. It's digital. It looks like a tire. Nice. I spent like three bucks on it. Where'd you get that at? AutoZone. I was at best work and her tire was low, but I didn't know how low it was. So I was like, well, let me go grab a tire gauge. That way I know I'm putting the right amount of air in your tire. So I ran over there and I was just looking for one that, like, the cheapest one where you just pop it on there and, like, the thing shoots out the end. They had those for, like, eight bucks. What? And I bought the cheapest one, which was, like, seven. I was walking up to the counter with it and I was like, fuck, man. This is fucking expensive for just a tire gauge. I had to get up to the counter and look down. I was like, well, shit, right there's a tire gauge for three bucks. And I looked and I was like, well, shit, it's a digital tire gauge. Shit. The guy's like, well, I didn't think you'd want that one. They're not they're not that accurate. I was like, it's probably more accurate than the way I'm filling up my tire. Which I'm just going to base off the gauge on my compressor. Yeah. So, like, I fill it up. Like, my, you know, I plug my compressor in, fills up with air. Stops at 150 pounds, right? Well, I do 30 pounds based off the compressor. That's not saying there's actually 30 pounds in there. Yeah. I don't know how much air is in there if I do it that way. Well, now I can find out. Like, I can know I, I know I could put, like, up to 44 pounds of air in that tire. Now I actually know. And if I do 44 pounds, then I can run for three or four days before I have to fill it back up. Makes it a lot better than doing it every other day. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just weird that I carry a compressor in my car just to fill up my tire. To be fair, I actually have the compressor in my car for work in case I need to use like to hit you know some trim back on and stuff like that. It just has the added bonus I can just use it for my tire. <laughs> <laughs> and even once I get my tire filled like my tire fixed to where it doesn't do that, which I want to do before winter because I'm not gonna want to stand out there when it's fucking foot of snow. Yeah. Uh, below. So you know, I'm going to get it fixed before then. Well, even after I get it fixed, I'll just take my compressor to work and I'll just leave it at work. Because I can pretty much store any of my tools I want at work. Bum, bum, bum. Me and Jay had to run by there today to grab the tape measure so we can measure the studio. Because we've got to grab them all. Yeah, I have another one that's like 25 foot in my car. But since we didn't bring my yeah. car, I forgot to grab it. So I have this one at work, which is a really nice tape measure. It's 16 foot. The only cool thing is the other one I have in my car, it automatically just stays out, and I actually hit a button to retract it, and this one doesn't do that. Yeah. I actually got to do the whole fucking clip thing down to get it to stay out. So I was at Hy-Vee the other day, and they have a new fun, you know. Yeah? Spicy queso. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Really? Yeah. That ain't spicy? Bad. They're fucking good. Good. Got a nice kick to it. Yeah. That buffalo chicken dip I brought you, that's the way it was with that, too. It has really good buffalo flavor. I wish I would have something to eat it with. I would have ate it. I was like, man, I don't want to see it with a fucking spoon and do it that way. I want <laughs> yeah. like something I eat. The chips to actually eat it with. But I have oh, it. you mean what I used to do with icing containers that I bought from Dollar Tree? Fuck it. Why not? Icing's good. I bought chocolate icing when I went to Raylan's party once when I bought like the popcorn show. I'm like, oh, I'm already out here. Might as well give me some icing. I was just literally just showing Jay the camera and he goes, why the fuck do you have icing in your car? To eat for later. With what? A spoon? You know what icing's really good on? Ooh, Graham crackers. Yeah. yeah. Make a little sandwich out of them bitches. That's phenomenal. Then you wonder why we're all fat. Or why I'm a diabetic. But to be fair, I've been eating that since I was a kid. I ain't gonna stop anytime soon. I thought about one time doing it, taking a graham cracker. Yeah, but now, and, you, uh, but now you do a good job though of keeping your I do. balanced. So. I do. I do a pretty good job of keeping it balanced. Yeah. I don't eat a ton of candy. I do eat candy though, and I do eat cookies. 
I eat cake when Beth makes me cake, or we buy decide I'm to buy waiting cake. For Lisa, our neighbor, to make them cookies. Right. Since we moved her trailer up into oh her my driveway. God. Yeah, we got a new neighbor. Bill's well, no longer there. Time out. It uh, isn't a new neighbor. She was there before you moved there, then moved to Vegas, then moved back, then moved back to Vegas, then moved back here again. But she, well, she lived there once. She lived there since I've lived there. Yeah. For like a couple of months, her and, then, and her boyfriend. Yeah, and then they moved. And then they moved. Bill moved back in because Kenzie kicked his ass out of their house. Yeah, and then he moved back in there. And then he got back. He went back to her, and her mom moved back in. Now she's actually buying the house. Yeah, and she's a really nice person. She is, but she had this little small trailer, and it's parked on the street. Well, they didn't. She didn't have a lock for it. She's just gonna put her car in front of it, and like she was trying. I was like, "Hey, you know, you don't want to leave that on the street, right? Because you can get a ticket." She was well. I wanted to put it in the garage, but you know, my son-in-law doesn't have the garage cleaned out, and I was like. Well, because what I was trying to do was get her to put it around back in their driveway. Makes sense, though, why she didn't want it back there, because it's no lock. Uh, but I was like, well, you don't want to leave it on the street, because you can get a ticket for it. I was like, a city ordinance violation. Yeah. She goes, well, I want it up in the driveway. She goes, but I don't, I can't get it up there. Because, like, the thing, the jack on it doesn't, like, fold down. And it just kind of, like, sticks down. Yeah. Well, they got a dip in their driveway. That you got to try to get up. Well, we kept trying because, like, I just want Tyler's help and Ethan decided to come out. Which we didn't need Ethan's help to push it. But he kept wanting to lift it up too high. And it's like, look, finally when Ethan wasn't holding it, I was like, Tyler. I was like, dude, we got to drop it as low as we can and push it up. As soon as Ethan realized what we were doing, he just started pushing instead of lifting. Man, motherfucker, whoop, right up into the driveway. <laughs> Thanks for the help. I'll make y'all cookies. I'm like... If I really need to, I'll just ask you for a haircut. You used to cut my hair all the time for ten bucks anyways. Yeah, when, I was, when they moved there before, when I was younger and they needed a haircut, I'd knock on the door and be like, Hey, Kenzie, is your mom home? Yeah, can I get a haircut? Like, super nice lady. Like, yeah, she had her she granddaughter is. there, and her granddaughter was playing with Kenley. Became, like, Kenley's best friend. That walked out in a porch tonight? Yeah. Uh... But yeah, she she thanked us. I don't know how many times. Like she was so excited that we got it up in there. Yeah. And it's like I just don't want you getting a ticket for it being on the street, <clears throat> right? Or making it easy for somebody because it's a light trailer, which yeah. means even if she parked her vehicle in front of it, somebody could literally just walk up, pick it up, move it back, and then just hook their vehicle to it and pull off. Yeah. Yeah. She just lost her trailer. In the driveway, it's a little bit more complicated. Especially with that driveway, Jesus. Because at first I was like. We tried and we kept hitting. And it was like, how the fuck are we going to get get this up there? Well, I come up with the idea. Well, you know, we can always walk it down and walk it up your this, your hill that's a little bit smaller. Of course, our dad's outside watching. He goes, it's not dry enough for that. I was like, I bet it's dry enough. But he, the truth is, he just didn't want us doing it through the yard. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah, it's not all right. Uh, <coughs> and then this other lady's like, oh, just turn around and walk it up. Well, it ain't going to do us any good. It's still going to bottom out. And it's way harder to pull than it is to push. <clears throat> I was like, no, I just we have to get it at a certain angle to get it up there. And she kept telling me, oh, it's never going to make it up. It's never going to make it up. It's never going to make it up. Then we, we start getting it up the hill and then it made it. And then she's like, yeah, she oh, goes, yeah, I guess you got it. Oh, she goes, I'll take back what I said. <laughs> I was like, we just had to have the right angle. I will admit my shoulder did hurt a little bit the next morning after I, you know, had it against the grate of the trailer. I did, you know, I, I was too, man. I was just trying, like, I was trying to use my weight, but I was trying to do, like... I was trying to know, hold it up, use my weight. Hold it far enough down. That was the problem, too, is, like, because our heights are so different, like, you have to lean down more than I do to, like, put it at the angle we needed it at. So we had to have it up off the ground enough to move it. But we needed it close enough to the ground that it was going to clear. I really wish somebody would have got that on video. I'm sorry. This is seeing me and Justin trying to line up our heights just to get this trailer to work right. We and did. then me, you know, shoulder ramming this fucker up the driveway. I said when Ethan realized what, what we actually needed him to do, he, it was fine. Yeah. But even the old lady came out to help us push it up the hill. <laughs> Lisa, yeah, she's really nice. Not that she could do it. She did, She was put, helping push, but it went a whole much pushing she needed to do 
I just asked for, I mean, I asked for you and Ethan, but I just told her I was going to call and see if you were home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I went into work the next day and was like trying to move my shoulder at work. I'm like, fuck, why is it her eye? Why it hurts now? <laughs> and Dennis, one of the new guys that works there, he goes, why Why are you saying your shoulder hurts? I said, that helped my neighbor push her trailer up her driveway and had my shoulder against the grate. And he goes, what? I said, yeah, it was weird. Because, like, it was right against the mesh finishing, and I was like, this? Yeah. Try to match with your height at the same time, so my back's already extended <laughs> muscles, and then I've extended more <laughs> muscles to push it up. And I'm like, fuck. I know. I was trying to use, I was using my shoulder to push it up, too. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. Now we're getting up there. We're getting up there. And my knees started locking. I'm like, fucking damn it. That, that's right about the time Ethan didn't come in in perfect time and just start pushing. pushing and I'm like, thank God. And then once we got it up past that hump, he just lifted up and just kept pushing backwards. And that's exactly what we needed. Jay, I really wish you would have been there to laugh at us this whole well, time. I probably would have That's watched us do it the whole time. She sure did. She sat outside. The neighbor's friend just watched us. She's the negative one. Oh, they ain't going to work. They ain't going to work. They ain't going to work. Bitch, please. I know Bitch, what the fuck I'm doing. You don't know You don't know the Gibsons. We'll make it work. <laughs> we'll I know what I'm doing. Shit. I used to move Eugene's, which is like 14 foot. That's like 10 foot right. long. I'm pretty sure we can handle this trailer. Worst comes to worst, we could easily made a homemade ramp to get over that fucking hump. I'm just saying, she don't know what else Gibson's will make work. <coughs> We're good at making things work. Time out. True that. Do, 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 do you not remember what was on, you know, crashing his fucking mini bike <laughs> on a homemade ramp? <laughs> That's still on YouTube. I know it is. <laughs> I watch it every once in a while when I need to laugh. <laughs> Gibson goes ouch. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's actually pretty funny. You can see some redneck ingenuity and laugh at a dumb fuck for wrecking his fucking mini bike. Who was I showing that to recently? He was telling somebody about it, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, this is why you don't ramp a mini bike off homemade ramp. It doesn't work. And I, sh- I found a video that showed him, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he hit that ramp in it. It collapsed. As the, soon as he hit that board, it collapsed. Again, if we really had to, we could have made a homemade ramp for that fucking trailer to get up in the yard. Yeah, I got plenty of boards. Exactly. But, yeah, that's... Oh, my God, dude. That, that is actually... I don't even know where that that anymore. I don't either. I think he got rid of it. Yeah. I, think, I think it went out to Orville's. Or it's in his, or it's in his shed. Time, but. Or that... I think it may be in his shed. I don't know. I want things still sitting in your girl's garage. Mm. Or the... Blue buggy. Hell, yeah. That thing's fun as fuck to drive. Uncle John said if it was up and running, he'd teach me how to drive stick with it. I think it's fun as fuck to drive. I tried to get him let, let me get it from him. He's like, no, I don't want to sell it. Man, that's just been sitting there fucking... I was like, come on, man. It's just been sitting there forever. I was like, man, I got the money right now. I can fix it. Brady's stupid ass. Start taking it apart. Taking pieces off of it. Because John was talking over one time talking about... Talking to Dad about, you know, wanting to, like... Repaint it. Yeah, repaint it. So take it off. So you repaint it and everything. And then Brady said he like took it by himself, started taking stuff apart. I even come up. To, I even talked to him one time. I was like, "Look, I was like, I'll pay to fix it as long as I get to drive it all the time. You can drive it when you want. I just want to be able to drive it because the time I worked in Hannibal had been perfect vehicle for me to drive back and forth to Hannibal in during the summer. He still wouldn't go for it. I didn't even want to fix the damn thing." And him just keep it. Still wouldn't go for it. Yeah, I don't know why he don't do nothing with it. Like I said, I've been sitting on a rock for years. As I've been trying to talk him out of it. I need I need to quit going to him. I need to go to Aunt Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Aunt Sheila. Come on. This thing's just sitting in the Elementary's garage. It ain't doing nothing. I don't know why he doesn't just sell it. Because he, he likes it. I mean, it is fun to drive. When it ran. Fucking right. Like I said, but it is fun to drive. I and mean, it wouldn't take much to get it going again. What, new battery and uh, fuel pump? I think that's what it needed. And I think a new alternator. Something like that. And it'd be up and running again. And man, it'd be out driving four of us around. Just... You had it running for a while, but... Then, like you said, Brady fucked with it. No, it's... I quit running before that. That's why... That's why it was over here. Because it quit running. 
and put it in our garage where we can work on it. And it's just kind of got shifted around, shifted around, shifted around, shifted around. And then you just didn't do that with it after that. I'm sorry, I had to take off my headphones. Oh, you're fine, dude. We're at the end of our podcast anyways. Well, it's because my ears are starting to hurt. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh-huh. Reach out to us on X. Yeah, yeah. At Nerd, Facebook and Instagram at TheCreeptasticNerds. Yep. Or you can email us at creeptastingnerdy at gmail.com. We'll be back with you guys next Get week. You on the